It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast We talking mock drafts, running backs Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be Joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy Eat Sleep Fantasy All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the ASAP Rockies of Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Christian Brito. My name is Jeff. And joining me, as always, is Mr. Dale DeMott. What's up, Dale? Fuck you, Dale! Fuck you! The ASAP Rockies of... No, what is it? The ASAP what? Come on, man. The ASAP Rockies of Fantasy Football. Yeah, yeah, that sounded almost like a, a baseball team name. Uh, That's the call yeah, what's up, Rockies. man? Let's, uh, we're, we're doing a monk draft today. Yeah. If you uh, let me introduce you and then introduce John, we get, I could then say we're doing a mock draft and all that. But I want you to acknowledge the ASAP Rocky thing, and then you know we can do the steps. Well, what I don't want to do is be like the other podcasts, be like, act like we never talked before, and be like, oh, hey, I'm doing great today. Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm not doing that. So hmm. skip the pleasantries. Okay, so you want to not do 12 minutes of uh, BS and get right into the pod and I just am, skip introducing John and just like pretend like he's not here? I am making stickers that say, I survived the first 12. That sounds like a penis joke. <laughs> not oh, Dale's penis joke. 
And that's why we're not introducing John Chapman. John, I need to talk to you. You motorboat son of a bitch, you old sailor, you. Well, hey guys, I'm actually doing fine, really doing well today, man. Glad to be here. Uh, is ASAP is the one that made the uh, the song that John loves, right? Uh, he's on there. That is correct. Okay, what song? There. Huh? Him and Rick Ross, Which right? Effing Problems and Drake, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that song. Yes, so do I. It's my motto. Speaks to me. Okay, so today, since we want to just uh, get into the podcast, apparently, uh, we want to be like everybody else. I don't know why I'm doing that voice. Uh, ignore that. Um, we're going to be doing a mock draft, a 12 team, half PPR, uh, redraft league mock draft, right? And what are the, uh, roster composition for this, uh, mock draft deal? Wait, hold on. What Before we do the... that, I have some housekeeping issues. Oh God. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping. Come back in an hour. Housekeeping, you want towels? Want towels? Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want men for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. Housekeeping, you want me to jerk you off? <laughs> that we have to go through. Fuck you, Dale. <laughs> um, we uh, don't forget if you guys want to be part of the texting service. Text five five two two two. No, text. You gotta text ESF to the number five five two two two, and that gets you part of our service. It's totally free. It gets you alerts when we're dropping episodes, uh, special giveaways, stuff like that. You guys hear for the first time via text. So if you wanted to get that, check that out. I'm sorry. Just one second. Mm-hmm. So I funny. used to get mad on the podcast that Dale like as a bit, right? It was a joke. Just kind of something that was funny to pass along the time and and make sure that we're transitioning in a humorous way. I fucking hate you, Dale. No, no, this is serious. I just just right now. No, no, I'm not joking. Like all of a sudden outside, like it sounded like ten dogs fighting. We live in a really <laughs> quiet neighborhood, and all of a sudden, like it sounds like there's a puppy mill right next door. It was really weird. Huh. And uh, yeah. Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to derail. You know, it made this but... podcast better if I just got a cough drop real quick. Hold on. Oh no, no, my no, god! Do I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. I would I rather puppies die than you oh. put a cough drop in well, your mouth right no, now. No, we're gonna get a bad review. Yep. Yeah, that's one bad review. Uh, anyways, yeah. So our ESF. I thought we weren't gonna talk Eat about Nation. bad reviews. Yeah. Eat Nation. Eat Nation Platinum. Uh, that is dropping on Monday with all our rankings, all our bonus content. Check it out, and then we'll add to it every day for the next month and a half probably so check it out it's free or twenty dollars depending on what you want it's cheap free is pretty cheap yep you could uh check that out eatsleepfantasy.com right there on the main screen you'll find uh little buttons at the top to subscribe and you can check out eat nation platinum it's a website it's a website (laughs) all right uh yeah so um we're doing a mock draft, half point per reception. Mm-hmm. Uh, said that not, not not going through the whole bench, but at least this is going to give us... The main reason you do these mock drafts is just to have talking points about different players and our different viewpoints on the players. One quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end. Uh, one flex, which includes two. a tight end. Actually, two flexes. That includes tight ends. And then we're just going to do two bench players just to rat it off. So 
It's kind of an abbreviated version, but I hope you guys get some good content along the way. And we are drafting in the second position. Mm-hmm. John's favorite. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, if I could draft in any position, it would probably be... Uh, I think you know. Uh, one more know. than 68. All right, we're going to start this draft. Oh, wow. Look who went number one. I can't. The listeners can't see. Yeah, that's for you to. <laughs> Ezekiel say. Elliott went number one overall. So, what do we do here? Is is it that obvious for you guys? Do you all have Saquon Barkley your number one overall? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do as well. I ain't gonna I'm lie okay. though. I'm a little disappointed. I wanted Christian McCaffrey. I love Christian McCaffrey this year, but I I'm Saquon as well. Okay. Uh, I'd rather have like I'd. My rankings are Barkley and Kamara as my one-two, so I'm happy that Barkley is available, and I think that's a pretty easy pick here in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Holy crap, that's a lot of running backs going off the board right now. So what we're currently using is a kind of a draft wizard on Fantasy Pros that allows you to practice some mock drafts on their website. Uh, it, it bases it off of the expert consensus rankings uh, that we all are on as part of Fantasy Pro's platform. Um, and so it'll show you kind of what the ADP is more or less and, and give you a very realistic mock draft depending on um, you know a, a conglomerate of different websites and all that. But you can modify it to your liking. Uh, let's talk a little bit here about what happened after we picked Saquon. Yeah, uh, just all running backs. <laughs> um, we've had two tight ends go off of the board in Kittle and Kelsey. But after that, man, we are down. Can you click the high-drafted players for me, please, Brito? How many total running backs went? Yeah, 13 running backs went in the first two rounds. And only six wide receivers. So uh, wide receivers, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, T.Y. Hilton still there. Zach Ertz, if you want to go tight end in the second round. And then running backs, the top ones, Marlon Mack, Aaron Jones, Fournette, Freeman, Derrick Henry, carry on. Still some options there. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a little bit about what I've done in some mocks that I've done and even in a couple of drafts already. Um, and you guys tell me your opinion. But we've brought up several times in this offseason that we feel like it's a good year for that RB2. Uh, and so... What I've done is I've gotten a stud, for, like we just did in the first round, uh, in Saquon Barkley at the running back position. And more often than not, what I'm attempting to do is get a wide receiver in the top, in the first two rounds to ensure that I feel comfortable with my wide receiver one. Um, because I feel like we can wait a little bit on getting a running back two, but we cannot do that for a wide receiver one. I don't like to leave the first two rounds without getting a wide receiver. Uh, a lot of people I've seen are drafting the Kelsey, the Kittle, or the Ertz in the first two rounds. I don't think that's going to be me. You guys discussed on the last podcast that, yeah, there really is only, you know, the three elite, then the, you know, a group of okay, and then a group of total shit after that. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to get a group of okay tight ends, uh, and I will probably be drafting wide receiver running back or running back wide receiver in my first two picks almost all year. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, I tend, and this is just a total, it's, I wouldn't even call it a strategy, but I'm tending, if I'm having an early pick, if I'm having the 101, 102, 103, I find myself getting a running back and feeling okay with it and, you know, coming around to the second round, getting a wide receiver, wide receiver. I don't know if that's really a strategy, but that's just what I'm tending to do, What I, where I see a lot of most, most of my value at. So getting somebody right. like Mike Evans here is always, like, popping out to me every time I draft in this position. Yeah, I think there's a huge dropout. We're picking at the number two overall spot, so there's two more guys going to go right after us. And let's just say the a-hole behind us went wide receiver, wide receiver. I would be pissed. Like, I want one of these two, Antonio Browns or Antonio Brown or Mike Evans, big time. Yep. So I would 100% take Antonio Brown here. Um, as the offseason goes, I feel more and more comfortable that he's going to get force-fed the ball in Oakland, um, especially in the red zone. Uh, so I don't know if that's the guy that you were particularly looking at, but that's the guy that I like here. I have them eight and nine. I have Antonio Brown at the eight spot, so I love that pick. It's okay. I'm yeah. I'm okay. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't feel strong enough to change your minds, but I like Mike Evans better than Antonio Brown. Yeah, it's too late. Okay. <laughs> Mike Evans went. So. Yep. <laughs> In the two picks at between those spots, Mike Evans and Aaron Jones went uh, to the guy who took Zeke over for number one overall. So we have a very interesting position here, guys, where eight wide receivers have gone off the board, but uh, 13, 15 uh, running backs have gone off. Yeah, 15 running backs have gone off the board already. So, um, And uh, two tight ends. So what are you guys looking to do here? I am, I mean, right now, I mean, you got to kind of look through the board, look at who was drafted where. I am still a believer you could still get a strong RB2 next round, even though we're picking almost, whatever, 23 picks later, right? Um, I'm I'm still liking T.Y. Hilton, uh, you know, somebody in that tier, Amari Cooper, even Adam Thielen, guys like that. I'm okay uh, getting right now over uh, Marlon Mack or Leonard Fournette or somebody like that. I think we could still get David Montgomery as an RB2, Mark Ingram as an RB2 a few picks later. What do you guys what do you think? So here's my question, and I know how I feel. Does Patrick Mahomes or Zach Ertz do anything for you guys here? Zach Ertz is interesting. Um, I'm a little unsure as to why there's been so much put into those three tight ends um, going in the same breath. as I, I guess maybe it's performance over replacement, but again... The tight end position makes me so uncomfortable that I'm I probably will never invest a first one two or three round pick gotcha. in that. Um, there's there's so much volatility outside of uh, Kelsey over the last few years. There's just so much volatility at the top and all the way through that it's just a position that I'm not going to invest in. Um, if it was yeah. Mike Evans here, if he had not gone the pick right before, I think that was an instant lock for me to go running back and then two wide receivers and just shore up those top three picks and feel super comfortable about it. Um, I'm still leaning wide receiver here in my next pick just because, again, what Dale mentioned. But I would not hate it if we took a guy like Marlon Mack or Leonard Fournette or Derrick Henry in this next pick. Mm. Yeah. Um, I would much 
I, I and I do love Marlon Mack probably better more than most, but I'm just looking at scarcity of the strong wide receivers that are available. Uh, even though we did get Antonio Brown, I still feel pretty strong about somebody like T.Y. Hilton right here. So I, I'm with you on wide receiver. I'd go wide receiver as well. Uh, I'm not sure I would go T.Y. Hilton next. I love and- if I if I was picking personally. Stefan Diggs is probably my next highest-rated wide receiver. Um, none of these guys will be there when we pick again. So, and when you're picking on the edges of the draft like this, like you kind of have to say, "All right, these are the ranks. This is who I should go." But you have to get your guys. Um, T.Y. Hilton is the highest ranked according to this website we're on. But I personally would prefer Diggs myself. What about you, Brito? Yeah, I'd I'd probably go Keenan Allen. Okay. <laughs> or AJ Green, but I'm, so I'm I'm fine with all of those players. They're all in very similar tiers. Um, so like, here's the thing: like in the third round, do you guys draft for floor or do you draft for ceiling? Because I think that Keenan Allen has the highest floor. Like he's he's not going to be a guy. His receptions, his targets, he's going to get more than almost everybody else that's in this tier. Or do we want to go for that guy that could possibly be the wide receiver one, like T.Y.? Uh, I think Keenan in this – okay, outside of A.J. Green, uh, Keenan has just as much upside as anybody else um, and does have the best floor. So that that's probably would be my pick. I like it. Mm. Hunter, Hunter Henry, his return and his um, hype doesn't scare you at all? No. No. Okay. Those it scares me a little are bit. Gonna be there, man. Keenan Allen has finished ahead of T.Y. Hilton the last two years. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like. I, I think I'd go Keenan Allen here if those are my options between T.Y. Hilton and Keenan Allen. I I would say Keenan. Argue with me, Dale. Argue with me. He doesn't want to. He don't want to do it to himself. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> I think T. Uh, T.Y. Hilton's the only FIU player in the NFL. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, after that, we had, you know, obviously it auto-generates the next few picks. We had two quarterbacks go uh, in the third and fourth rounds, being Patrick Mahomes in the middle of the third, Andrew Luck in the middle of the fourth. We had the third of the group of tight ends finally go in the pick right after us in Zach Ertz. And then... Like you mentioned, John, a bunch of those wide receivers just went to the point where it's kind of evened out the number of wide wide receivers and running backs that have gone because so many wide receivers went in rounds three and four. And I think you're going to see a lot of that in draft season. You're going to see a lot more running backs in round one. Round two might be a little more even. And then rounds three and four, there's going to be a lot more wide receivers than running backs. It's just... For some reason, that's the way the ADP is falling. So if you are a person drafting like we just did, it might be a good idea to get your guy at the wide receiver position in that spot because there seems to be runs going. This has happened pretty much every mock draft and every actual draft that we've done so far. Those wide receivers go heavy in rounds three and four. Yep. And two quarterbacks gone, uh, which is interesting, you know. Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers still there. And I, I'm just bringing up quarterbacks, not because I never draft them high, but I always keep an eye because each league is different. You know, we did draft night out just a week ago, and we had three drafts going at the same time. 
and the quarterback runs seem to correlate within a draft. And so once those guys go, the top tier guys, it, it's funny because it, everybody else is like, oh, I got to get a quarterback now. When they go early like this, it just seems to always happen. So you get your quarterbacks going in round five, six, seven. Um, I love to wait personally just because it pushes other positions down that I care more about. But curious to see how many quarterbacks go in this uh, five, six round. Because it's going to be quite a few. Sean Watson, Aaron Rodgers still there. They're going to be gone. Yep. Yeah. I probably won't draft a quarterback early again this year. I've I've done this several years in a row, and I just I don't see a reason to take Mahomes in round two or three when I can get Drew Brees in round eight or nine. Right. So, you know, we're doing – I think, Dale, you're in this one too, but we're doing a best ball draft where you get to keep two people. I got Patrick Mahomes in the fourth round. Like, I never draft wide receivers or or quarterbacks that early. But, like, at some point, the value is there, Um, especially now with the Tariq news. It's even better. That's with anything. So, to – you know, I probably won't draft tight ends early, right? But if – Zach Ertz falls to the fourth round like I'm taking Zach Ertz so I think that's a very similar comparison where yeah if I already got at least my running back wide receiver and I feel a little comfortable and and now the value has become too much to pass on even factoring in volatility even factoring in position scarcity and all of that um, yeah it, it just really depends on how much value you're getting compared to the the other uh, risk factors and mitigating risk as much as possible yeah um all right okay so who are we going after 411 here 411 so so here's what i'm going to say about the running back group once we get to this point um we're kind of out of the you know the guys that are going to be the three down do it all back so the top guys are sony michelle mark ingram philip Lindsay. Um, and Chris Carson. Now, these four backs I have kind of in a tier of their own, but I have asterisks next to all of them because if you draft these four guys, you have to protect your investment and get another back in that backfield. So if you're getting Sony Michelle, you're probably not going to get James White, but you want to get Harris, the rookie. If you get Mark Ingram, you want to get the rookie to pair with him, Justice Hill. If you get Philip Lindsay, you want to try to get Royce Freeman, Chris Carson, try to get uh, Richard Penny, because these are guys that could lose this backfield uh, because of lots of different things, but just you want to protect it to lock up those backfields. Not so much handcuffs, I guess, is the traditional term, but this is where it gets interesting. So if we're going to get one of those guys, like I want to already have the mindset, okay, we're going to lock up this whole backfield. Do you all feel that same way about these guys? I tend to go a different route with that. So... Let's take Mark Ingram for example. Uh, I'd say yeah. There's a there's a let's to throw out a number. There's a two thirds chance he keeps the job the whole year. So let's say that's the example. Rather than spend another draft capital on a guy that has the other one third chance, I'd rather go take a dart throw at another guy that I think has that higher uh, higher likelihood to be the guy all season than to not be the guy. Okay. So rather than take um, let's say it came back around and, and we had the opportunity to get, you know, um, Penny or James White. Rather than go that, I'd go with another guy that has the opportunity to be the guy, like Tevin Coleman, for example. 
Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I yeah. and this is just the different philosophies. Like I, I personally, you know, I don't want to do this with my RB one and even an RB two, not so much either. But if this was like the RB three or a flex play, then I might be okay to it just to make sure I, I have that team, especially if it's on a good offense. Um, yeah. But, but here, here's why I, the, the argument I'd make against that. So let's say we went with Sony Michelle, right? Right. Which I think is a good, you know, as you're running back too, you, you there's some risk there, but the offense should be good. Uh, they should run the ball more. Um, you know, that's fine. Rather than later on invest in James White or um, the rookie whose name I cannot remember right Damon now. Harris. There you go. Um, rather than do that, what if their offense is bad? What if that's a shitty pick? He does keep the, uh, you know what I mean? And I waste two spots on that position. I'd rather not do that and invest capital in another guy who has a shot at being, you know, a solid RB2 um, in my next pick. I'll give it to you. I disagree, but I like your okay. logic. And this I'm, is why you mock I'm draft. risk mitigation. Yeah. yeah. I'm risk mitigation drafter. There you go. So um, I, I go for upside, but while trying to make sure that I'm not wasting picks, especially in my first five picks. First five picks, I'm going to go floor more often than not. And then after that, I swing for the fences on everybody. So, Dale, okay. what do you think here, man? Running back, wide receiver. Uh, wide receivers, Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett, Cooper Cup. Yeah, this is, for me, this is where wide receivers drop off and why we went wide receiver, wide receiver because of this drop off. I don't, I think getting the likes, and I just really, really, really like Mark Ingram here. Yep. Uh, but even, you know, I think we can get Mark Ingram or David Montgomery or, uh, yeah, I mean, Sony Michelle, eh. You know, I, I'm not as I'm not as happy about that as I am with the other two guys. But the wide receiver drop off is just way too much for me to ignore those couple guys there. So I'm going running back here if it were me. I'm I am as well, and I'm probably going running back when it comes back around to us again uh, because I like the idea. Let's say we did take Sonny Michelle here. I love the idea of having a Sonny Michelle and either a Mark Ingram or a David Montgomery or a Chris Carson falling to us as our flex. Yeah. running back um that team just it, it just looks who are you missing like out on alan yeah. robinson or you know alshon jeffrey like give me a break i'm 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 okay not drafting those guys yeah there's not a huge cliff the only guy that kind of stands out to me is chris godwin here but it still doesn't even get close to these running backs um but i'm with you guys too i'd say mark ingram in our first pick and then we'll see one of those running backs will come back around to us three picks later you guys don't like so michelle here huh I don't. I only like no, no. I don't like Michelle over these guys. I like him in this tier. Yeah. But if he's there in three picks, maybe. But no. Yeah. Yeah. My my thought process here is I I think Michelle uh, is both ranked and ADP higher than Ingram, and I think we could potentially get away with sneaking in Michelle and also getting Ingram, but that would be again. If you want to get your guy, get your guy. You don't operate on the risk of you getting your guy back. Um, right. So let's take Mark Ingram. Um, but I feel like we could have potentially gotten uh, Michelle and Ingram here. All right. Just, uh, I'm going to go ahead and draft Ingram. 
So we got Ingram at 411. Ooh, he went right. wide receiver, wide receiver. Interesting. Tyler Lockett, who is, I think, a huge upside guy. Uh, but again, so much risk with him. Um, so that really depends on how you're playing, what your league structure is, right? If you're in a enormous, so, you know, guillotine league and you need to swing for upside, yeah, Tyler Lockett's the pick. He's the play there. Uh, 12-team league, we're in the back of the fourth round. Uh, start of the fifth round, he's probably not a guy that I'm taking there. This it. So before we move on, a couple of things I want to mention right now. We start off with two running backs, two wide receivers, Barkley, Ingram, Antonio Brown, and Keenan Allen. Uh, before we finish, uh, before we get into our 5-1, I do want to take a second. You guys heard us talk about plenty of times in the last couple of weeks, talk about Fantasy Go and FantasyGo.com. I highly urge everybody to jump on that website and check it out. It's a really, really cool product. I know you've heard us talk about it, but basically fantasy goes like the Uber Airbnb of the fantasy football world. Um, basically you can go onto their website you can either become an analyst and be a part of fantasy go and help people out, help their lineups. Or you can even, you know, if you need help and you want somebody to either, you know, help you out week to week or just flat out run your team for you, fantasy go, you get on the website, fantasy go will basically run your entire team for you. If you're on the Yahoo, um, Yahoo fantasy uh, platform uh, Yahoo. I, I recommend Yahoo a lot. Anyways, it's probably one of my favorite platforms. So it's a win-win. If you're in Yahoo, you need a little help, or if you just like to draft and you don't like the whole season lineup, uh, just go to Fantasy Go, pick an analyst. They'll help you out and run your entire team, and you could probably even win win some money off of it, and uh, you won't even have to do anything. So, uh, and if you are, if you want to be an analyst. You go on, they, you can register now to become an analyst. They're accepting registration and, uh, yeah, get paid. You can get paid up to, I think, $5 and up for managing lineups. So instead of, you know, grinding it out on Uber or whatever, you just go on here, charge $5 a lineup and you can make, you make some money. So check out fantasygo.com. Uh, it's really, really cool stuff over there. Good partners of ours. It is cool, man. And reminds me a lot of our our days on Fiverr when we spent way too much money on Fiverr. <laughs> it reminds me of the fantasy version of that. And it that, I, I like that idea a lot. I wish we kind of would have thought of it, to be honest. <laughs> all the good ideas, you know, it's like all the good ideas, like, oh, I should have thought of that. Like, yeah. it, that always happens. And I, this is one of them. Like, oh, that's just such a simple idea. But uh, I, I think it's going to be really successful. So check it out, fantasygo.com. All right. So uh, we did discuss here if we could potentially get guys like Mark Ingram and back it up with a Sonny Michelle or David Montgomery or that kind of uh, running back. That's kind of what I would do just to reiterate my point from before. I would go one of those two guys that I just mentioned in Michelle or Montgomery. What are you thinking here, John? Yeah, it, here's the deal, man. It, it, the idea of putting Sonny Michelle in a flex spot makes me feel very good below my waist. Um him as an RB2, not as much. And I know okay. there's not that much difference between these picks, just uh, two spots between them, but our starting lineup is starting to take shape. So um, David Montgomery being a rookie, I do love that offense. But again, I'm going back to, you know, I, I just finished my offensive line ranks, which is going to be in our draft kit, uh, which I'm really excited about. But my number one offensive line in the NFL, it's the Patriots. Like, I love what they do. And Tom Brady can't throw near as much any more deep like he used to they are a run heavy football team so i think that the volume is going to be there i think the ceiling is higher 
with Sony Michelle. We saw that touchdown potential in the playoffs. What was it, nine touchdowns in uh, his last four games? Uh, I could be wrong on that, but um, it was a if lot. This was a, <laughs> if this was a full PPR league, do you stray away a little bit from Michelle, seeing as how he – Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and so, uh, you know, if we're talking about a standard league, I think it's clear-cut Sony Michelle. I think PPR, I'd still go Sony Michelle because it's a flex play. Uh, full PPR, man, you could even talk James White here, who's still available. But I, I sure. both those picks, David Montgomery or Sonny Michelle, no issues. Yeah. Dale? Yeah, I mean, D- David Montgomery, if I'm looking at upside here, and this is for the flex position, uh, I do have a lot of faith in David Montgomery this year. Um, and I don't really like Michelle, but I, I, I don't think I could be talked out of it either way. So if you really like Michelle, I'm I'm okay with it, but no, if, it, if I were drafting by myself, stand yeah. up, Dale. <laughs> Be David have, Montgomery. Yeah, I'm going David Montgomery. There you go. Uh, okay, I'm gonna tie break this here. I have some very warm feelings towards Sonny Michelle for this year. Um, okay. I think we just saw a couple of things hamper him last year and not really allow him. Obviously, some injuries to start the year and not really allow him to fully come into being great in his first season. Um, but if we look back at his uh, college tape and then the, like you mentioned, John, that offensive line, I think the way that they want to structure that offense coming into this year, I'm I'm kind of excited about Sonny Michelle. I do think he's going to be a guy who gets volume, which we haven't necessarily seen from a Patriots running back and, and just getting volume consistently. I think we're going to see that from Sonny Michelle this year. I like okay. it. Okay. So we're going Michelle. Look, <laughs> and again, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I mean, it, Dale, it we're, makes sense. We're gonna, we're, you're going to get the next pick, man. <laughs> no, right. no. I mean, it's, I get it. I get I it. I like I'm that we, we forced him to make a stand and then we were just like, yeah, no. Nah. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my wife Dale, does. make a pick. Me. Yeah. My, my, my wife does that shit. Hey, which one? This one or that one? Oh, that one. Oh, I don't like that one. Why the fuck do you ask me? <laughs> All right, cool. I'm just, so, I'm numb to it. I'm dead inside, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Hello, okay, cool. Darkness. Let's bring that same energy and describe <laughs> what just happened after the Sonny Michelle pick. So after Sonny Michelle, uh, we went a bunch of uh, wide receivers here, including Cooper Cup, Chris Godwin, Alshon Jeffrey, Robbie Anderson, a bunch of garbage. Um, Cooper Cup is okay, but um, really just a bunch of garbage. A couple of running backs went, wow, including just James White. Godwin and Jeffrey, a bunch of garbage? Yes, and Robbie Anderson, a bunch of I'm garbage. G- I'm going to have to disagree with you, but okay. Uh, oh, I mean, Calvin Ridley is a solid pick at the end of this uh, at the end of the fifth round. Aaron Rodgers went in the beginning of the sixth, followed by O.J. Howard and Tyler Boyd. Uh, oh, Desha- Deshaun Watson also got picked in the beginning of the sixth round. So uh, Evan Ingram, Matt Ryan, Tariq Cohen went the picks before us. We are picking at 6-11. And uh, this is where I think the wide receivers kind of pick up a little bit and I get a little bit more excited. But then there's also, I mean, we talk, we keep talking about the stupid running backs, but, I mean, you still have Darius Geis, Lamar Miller, guys that could still be productive, even Royce Freeman taking a shot at him. Uh, there's there's guys out there still that can produce late in the sixth round. So this is a little bit of strategy really working in here, especially that we have two flex players. Yeah, it's, it's not like what it yeah. used to be where running backs were done after the third round. Right. Um, there's guys, and especially in half-point PPR, that they're going to be fantasy starters. There's top 24 running backs available right now, so – 
there's still and uh, you know they're still starting running backs for the NFL here <laughs> that are available in going into the seventh round. When we make our pick at seven two, there's still going to be you know a couple of those Tevin Coleman, Lamar Miller, Latavius Murray, Jordan Howard type running backs available. Um, so I I think we can potentially stray away from a running back in this spot, but it really depends on who who you got your eye on that you know kind of gives you that hard on so we'll start with you dale we'll start with that start with your hard on uh as far as wide receivers go right here yeah as long as you don't say Corey davis i'm with you <laughs> uh no i'm not crazy about Corey davis good uh you know Cortland sutton sterling shepherd is a name that gets thrown around a lot my favorite right here i know will fuller's available to christian kirk i really like uh i really like this year so if i'm looking at uh, wide receivers i'm looking at christian cook or D.D. Westbrook. But I know we have back-to-back picks. I would love to get D.D. Westbrook uh, in the seventh round. I think I think Nick Foles is going to do much better things in Jacksonville. I think it's, he's going to take a lot of people by surprise. Nick Foles is going to be a top 18 quarterback this year, and I think he's going to produce a really good wide receiver in D.D. Westbrook. You gave a number there that was, like, just bold enough that, like, no one is going to <laughs> – <laughs> that's my game man <laughs> you didn't Don't even question. go top half you just went top 18 quarterback because if you yeah. went like top half quarterback there might be some pushback <laughs> on it you were like nick Bowles will be a top 18 quarterback I, he, he'll be around dak and those guys dak's been top 12 every year not this year yeah i don't think so either <clears throat> Anyways, why not, yeah, guys? So, Hold on. Time Let's take a brief 30 seconds. Tell me why Dak will not be top 12. Just the the talent ahead of him on the on the rankings here. I mean, you're you got to in order to do that, you have to put somebody like Jared Goff behind him or uh, Kyler Murray behind him. Even Ben Roethlisberger, I don't think is going to be behind Dak. So, and you got to put the. I mean, Baker Mayfield this year is going to be ahead of him. So there's a lot of one, a lot of new blood ahead of him, but also. I mean, Carson Wentz, you're going to rank ahead of him still, right? Hey, just off the top of my head, I'm thinking of, yeah. you know, I can think of eight quarterbacks in that mid-range that are going to be better than Dak Prescott. It's not going to be pretty. That dude's going to end up in the top 12. I'm, okay. I'm going to hate it. I probably won't have him on any of my teams. So, I mean, and if it's going to be boring. Look, if that's the case, it's, it is possible, but that means somebody like Drew Brees or Phillip Rivers or... Or maybe not, no, no, scratch. A couple that. people will ben get hurt. Amari Cooper will do well, and that offense will be just good enough for Dak Prescott to finish the season number twelve. <laughs> Kyler Murray or Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott. I prefer Kyler Murray. I think I do too. But again, like Kyler Murray probably has more upside. You also have that, you know, ability to run, which you're not going to see as much. Ooh, that's kind of surprising. Um, with <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. I said too much. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. So I'll say this. There's one name. I like Christian Kirk. I'm not on the D.D. Westbrook bandwagon, so I do like Christian Kirk a lot. Um, But, man, Lamar Miller, and I don't want to keep stacking up running backs, but he's the last, like, possible three-down running back that's left in this. Like, I have him in that tier as a top. Jordan Howard? I don't see him as that at all. Um, there's a lot of contention there for snaps. Um, it's not going to be a one-man show. Um, all right. 
So no love for uh, Tevin Coleman. Absolutely. No, uh, I, no, absolutely not. I want the love. last running back of San Francisco that's available. Love is love, man. Hey, you do you, man. But yeah, so Lamar Miller kind of stands out to me here. I would like to add him. But uh, if I was going wide receiver, I'd look at Will Fuller or Christian Kirk. So I am fine with Christian Kirk. Okay. I'd rather have Will Fuller. Yeah. I'd rather have Christian Kirk. What are we going to do about this? <laughs> Christian? I already took Christian Kirk. Okay. Oh, wow. Good. Next two picks right after that were Russell Wilson and David Njoku. So we have some interesting decisions to make because now we're in the 7-2 spot and we've still got some good quarterbacks on the board. We've got a couple of good tight ends on the board, some very interesting tight ends to me mm-hmm. in Hunter Henry and Jared Cook. Uh, they're going to be gone I, the next time we pick. So like they will a hundred percent be gone. I pretty sure I have Jared cook as a top five tight end for myself. Um, we have Keenan. Does that make you want to stay away from Hunter Henry? I don't like having two pass catchers from the same, unless it's like the elite offense. Like if it was, you know, the Rams or if it was the saints, uh, not even the saints last year, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, so does that make you – what do you guys do in this situation? Not I necessarily. Try. Look, I had I, a lot of uh, Tyreek Hill with Kelsey last year. Right, or so Kareem if it's Hunt like one with of the Kelsey elite last year. Like offenses, yeah. then I'm fine with it. I'm not quite sure. Sure. I, I, I see the Chargers as that. Look, I mean, the, uh, look, Hunter Henry is what he is. Like, we don't know what he is. We have no idea. Uh, this is all going off speculation and hype. It really is. And so – why you're really going to pass up like what John said, Lamar Miller, probably the last bell cow of this minus Darius guys, either it's going to be Lamar Miller, or Darius guys as the last two big running backs off the board in the seventh round. And you're willing to not pick those and maybe get Austin Hooper, Trey Burton, Jack Doyle and three, four rounds later. Yeah. Um, Where do you cut off the best offenses? Cause LA was 11 in total yards last yeah. year. Yeah. No, they're, I mean, they're good offense. I mean, we, we don't know what Henry, Hunter Henry is. Okay. I would prefer Cook as as far as, like, ju- just these two at a vacuum, I still would go Cook. And um, they were six in terms of points scored. Yeah. So I, I would prefer Cook here if we're just looking at tight end. Running back, I'm throwing Darius guys. I do not want him ever on my roster. I'm Stop not a fan it. until Stop I've it. seen something. I'm, I'm just sorry. No. Okay. So really the decision comes here if we fill out starters, right? Because we're either picking between more than likely either a bench player, which for me would be a running back like Lamar Miller or Tevin Coleman. Uh, or I, I'll throw Latavius Murray and Jordan Howard into that conversation as well. I think they're pretty close. Um, or for me, a tight end. So we're really picking between our first bench spot or filling out our starters in a tight end, in my opinion. I'd vote Lamar Miller personally here. I would too. I don't hate it because then we kind of get to pick between Lamar Miller, Christian Kirk, and Sonny Michelle as our flexes from week to week depending on matchups. And I love how that sounds. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. So after Lamar Miller, yeah, I think so. I think we're building a pretty nice one. Uh, really kind of a uh, variety of uh, tight ends, wide receivers taken, including Vin, Vin, uh, just a ton Vance, of tight ends just went. McDonald's, Hunter Henry, Jared Cook, Eric Ebron, and Delaney Walker all taken. But look, I, I, we are the last at, team without a tight end and the last team without a quarterback. I'm okay with and that. And guess what? I'm okay and with Austin, that. Austin Hooper staring at us, and I do like Jack Doyle as well. And even beyond that, we could piece it together, but I do think this is the time to take a tight end. <laughs> yeah, this might be the time to take a tight end. However, two of my top six quarterbacks are still on the board in Cam Newton and Drew Brees. Wait till next round. We're picking at 6-11 right now. I'm okay with getting Austin Hooper now and then going back around and getting a quarterback if we All have right, to. Let me just, uh, let me just uh, view... Who is picking after us? How do I see that on our draft board? This guy has Russell Wilson and David Njoku already on his team. Yep. So, in all likelihood, He's we will probably it. get both of what whoever we want here. Um, so, it really comes down to whatever you want. Because um, we would get either Cam Newton, Drew Brees at quarterback, and we'll probably still get Austin Hooper but at tight end. So, which I, so I, here's the thing, though. like If everybody else already has these... Why do we need to follow suit? We don't, but I think there's a lot of players here. A, a lot of a lot of times gotcha. where people do take two tight ends. You know, if you have Delaney Walker, are you really not going to get another tight end in your draft? Get that he's probably going to be a top eight tight end, but like, how old is Delaney Walker? <laughs> yeah, he's pretty old. You know what I mean? Like so realistically in drafts especially i think at the tight end position or later in quarterbacks you there's a lot of people i don't typically do it but a lot of people will take two of each um no and i'm not the person to do that um i usually will roll with one quarterback no matter who my quarterback is because i can typically get somebody else later and maybe i take a second tight end if i'm weak at the position yeah I like Will Fuller here a lot. I kind of wanted him a few rounds ago. So the fact that he's still sitting there, that's pretty uh, exciting. But I I feel you. I like Hooper. Again, let's keep in mind that this draft is only going to two bench spots. So if we do take Will Fuller, uh, we will be rounding out our... Uh, all of our our uh, bench already, and we will be forced to take a quarterback and a tight end in our next pick. But um, for sake of the podcast, not for, real life. for the sake of the podcast. Yeah. But I do. If I had to pick here, my pick would 100 percent come between Cam Newton and Austin Hooper. Uh, you, and Cam, we're talking about a guy. Austin Hooper and Cam Newton? Love is love, man. <laughs> so let's do I'm drafting we're doing Austin Hooper. Coleman. Huh? We're doing, we're doing Austin Hooper, right? I uh, I'm gonna pull out John's chart real quick because I wanna I wanna come look up some. Uh, and by John's quarter. chart, Christian means you go into eatsleepfantasy.com, you click on the fantasy finishes link on top, and you can see every single finish by every single fantasy player over the last seven years. So definitely go to that. You could see Cam Newton last five right years. Here? Let's look at Cam Newton since 2012. Let's Ready? Do this. 4, 3, 17, 1, 17, 2, and 13. I see a pattern here. 17, 1, 17, 2, 
13. Yeah, every other year. year. Yeah, so this year he's going to be one again. Man, he's got four top four quarterback finishes. Yeah, and his upside free. at the he's quarterback right position now. is insane. And then you got a guy like Drew Brees who's never finished outside the top ten. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. No, I draft for upside of the quarterback position always because there's so in a one quarterback league, there's always guys you can get off the waiver wire to spot start. Kirk Cousins isn't going to be drafting this league. Tom Brady, Josh Allen aren't going to be drafting this league. So always All right, draft. Fuck it. I'm taking Austin Hooper here. Upside. He convinced me. All right, boom. All right. So I, I, I guess Austin Hooper here. I think for the sake of the draft, then we would go Will Fuller just to appease. Thank you. John. And I feel then better. I feel better now. I feel better. On you our know. last pick, we will get one of these quarterbacks because no one else is taking a quarterback. So I'm going to take Cam Newton. Everybody good with those three picks? Yeah. Yep. All right. So I will read you our. T- Holy Ooh. fuck. We got an A. Of course we did. <laughs> Look at us. We got our. Listen, I'm going to read out our team at quarterback. We got Cam Newton. Our starting running backs are Saquon Barkley and Mark Ingram. Our starting wide receivers are Antonio Brown and Keenan Allen. Our flex are Sonny Michelle and Christian Kirk with Lamar Miller and Will Fuller as the first two bench spots and Austin Hooper at tight end. How do you guys feel? Very solid. I'm liking it, man. I'm liking the I the, the only love this uh, team. Yeah, I'm not I just don't I'm not crazy about Sony Michelle still. But as a flex play, we can always put in one of the Houston Texans and that's sitting on our bench. Yeah. Yeah. Will Fuller for as long as he plays is amazing. Yep. Fire. If he's on the field, start Will Fuller. That's the rule. Yep. By the way, guys, uh really quick, I know I said the texting number, it's if you text ESF to 55222, but also if you call and leave a voicemail, 831-SLEEP-52, that's S-L-E-E-P-52, you can leave us, leave us a voicemail to be played on the podcast. What's that number again, Dale? The number is 831-SLEEP-52. Because th- we did have an old number, and uh, I called it to see if it worked, <laughs> and it did it work. Just not with us. So I have a new friend. Um, they are responding, and I think we have a new relationship. <laughs> nice. Uh, what do they say? Have you wrote back? Because I just see, hello, who is this? No, not yet. But, uh, yeah, it's going to get weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get weird. Just send them a hog shot. There you go. Actually, here, do this. Ready? It works every time. Ask them, do you want duck picks? Ready? Do you want duck picks? They're going to assume it was a typo. They're going to say no. You're going to proceed to send pictures of ducks. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Works every time. You're going to get blocked and probably reported. Oh, I said, do I want duck pics? <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're going to get pictures of male genitalia. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> it's a good start to the evening. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to show right. that to my wife. Oh, a- man. The Again. ducks or the yeah. or the pictures, yeah, just all of it. It's it's a journey. Okay, dude, uh, I love this team, guys. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's a good team. For all those that are, uh, you know what, screenshot this, put it on Twitter and Facebook, please. Um, mm-hmm. For those who don't know, we do have a website. It's titled EatSleepFantasy.com. dot com. Has all kinds of good stuff in it, and also uh, you can text ESF to five five two two two. 
get our texting service, or you can call us. What was it called? What was the number again? It Nobody is. knows. 831-SLEEP52. That gets you a voicemail directly to me, and I will play it. I'll try to play it on the podcast, or I will play it on the podcast. Um, it's not linked directly to my phone number, so don't try calling me in the middle of the night thinking I'm going to w- answer it. Also, uh, we're bringing back uh, the Carl phone calls. If you no, want to call Carl, no, no, no. Okay, don't actually no. Him. Just, just no. We're gonna do the opposite now. We're gonna we're gonna do a one eighty on this. Uh oh. If you're up between two o'clock and four o'clock in the morning, just no. give Carl a call on Facebook Messenger. <laughs> <That's what's laughs> just, if you're in the Facebook group, just give him a call on Facebook Messenger. Christian is talking <laughs> about. Only only between two and four in the morning. <laughs> Christian is talking about our Eat Nation private group on Facebook. If you're not part of that, that is only reserved for actual listeners. Um, you know, a lot of the other Facebook groups just have random people in it that aren't, you know, active. We really take pride in our Facebook group, uh, especially during the season. It's super active and it's really for people who really get our show. So if you get our show and you like us, this is a group to be in. Hey, quick update what? I got a response. What did they say? They said, who are you? Like, for real, who are you? And so I sent a bitmoji of me riding a duck. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just giving good. Carl a call real quick. Hold on. Okay, put on speaker. Answers. Oh, put on speaker. About I'm so glad that you guys don't have video right now. I do. I know. Oh, man, Carl's going to ignore my call? Is he? This is shocking. I should tell you no, something. Not. Wow, dude. He's probably Carl, in, lonely. He's probably like doing doctor stuff or something. What do you mean? He's a doctor. <laughs> Carl's not a doctor. There's God. no way. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, he, he works. He, he's a mail delivery person. Anyways. Huh? Did you just say that to avoid saying a mailman and then still use mail? <laughs> <laughs> uh no he's uh he works for i don't know if i should say his employer um it's a it's a company um that delivers mail is it i'm not gonna say uh, you're not gonna get me to say it because i'm not gonna get is in trouble color brown by any chance no okay that is their color yellow no okay do they have an arrow in their uh yes name okay yes Okay, so we pretty much just said it. Fuck it. We just got <laughs> fired. <laughs> Sorry, Carl. <laughs> All right. Uh, for, uh, don't forget, if you want to get in touch with John Chapman, his Twitter handle is at JL underscore Chapman. Um, you can find him on Facebook, and you can Facebook message him anytime. I'm sure he's up all Especially all between 2 and 4 in the morning <laughs> Pacific time. John loves phone calls. Uh, Do I? <laughs> Christian... <laughs> John also really enjoys the sound of people chewing. Just throwing that out there. So hold on. Update real quick. What do you want? (laughs) That's the response. I want ducks. (laughs) Sorry, guys. If you want more on that story, follow us on Twitter at EatSleepFF, and you'll get the rest of the duck story. Yes. Yeah, we'll post I'll, some screenshots of that as well. I'll post the screenshots. There you go. All right, guys. Uh, for John Chapman, Christian Brito, my name is Dale. It's been fun mocking, finally getting into the mock draft season a little bit. It's been fun. 
we will talk to you guys next time yeah eat sleep fantasy you rocking with the best nfl fantasy football podcast we talking mock drafts running backs better follow the conversation with dale christian and armando screaming eat nation we doing what we like tune in every week guarantee we get it hype fantasy football enthusiasts i know you plan to be joining us on eat sleep fantasy yeah eat sleep fantasy Eat, sleep, fantasy. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.